Brought to you by Business Fights Poverty. Hello and welcome to Business Fights Poverty's Spotlight Interviews. I'm Katie Heisen, Director of Thought Leadership. Each week, these interviews provide you with insight from a different perspective of the Business Fights Poverty Network, giving you first-hand understanding of how businesses and others are working on some of the world's biggest social challenges. This week, I'm excited to be joined by one of our very own, one half of the Taurus Raman Partnership, co-founder of Business Fights Poverty, Zahid. Zahid has been a specialist advisor to the UK International Development Committee, spent time with the Ministry of Finance, Her Majesty's Treasury, and the Department for International Development. And before this, Zahid worked within the private sector, including at PwC. With an MPhil from Cambridge University in Development Studies, Zahid set up his first social business in 2005 and is co-founder and CEO of Business Fights Poverty today. So Zahid, what drove you to start Business Fights Poverty? So Katie, Business Fights Poverty really was a fusion of many experiences and lessons that Yvette, my wife and I, had picked up over the 10 years or so that we had been working before we created it. And, and actually, it's evolved a lot uh, since then over the years uh, as we get a bit understanding um, of where we think we can make the most difference. So I suppose one of the experiences that really was perhaps one of the most formative for me was actually uh, going back a while now um, when I was a, a secondary school teacher in Zimbabwe in the late 80s. Uh, and and in, as anyone who has had that sort of community level job will know, uh, being a teacher really gives you quite a unique first-hand perspective on the community, on families, on their ambitions, on their worries. And I think what had the most profound impact on me from that experience was the dignity and the drive that the people I met had. Um, so despite their income poverty, um, what they wanted was opportunity, not charity. You know, they wanted to get a job, start a business, grow a business, so they could give their kids a good education and a better life. And over the years uh, since then, I've had the chance to work in uh, a number of different countries, including Bangladesh and Guyana. And I was left each time with the same impression that the key to unlocking poverty is creating opportunity. And really, the line from there to where I got to as business type poverty was an understanding and a sort of, um, I guess, a belief that uh, business, uh, when it's done responsibly, is a hugely important driver of opportunity because it can create jobs, it can create opportunities for small businesses as suppliers or as distributors. It can do that through the products and the services it creates uh, through the taxes that they pay. So, so that's really how we got to the idea of business and poverty. But another, if I may, another ex sort of experience that I picked up, which I think explains a bit about what we then decided to do uh, within that topic was um, soon after I started working at this interface of business and social impact, I realized that behind all these big brands, behind all the big job titles, whether it's people working in companies or in NGOs or in government departments, really in every single case was a person uh, driven by a clear sense of purpose, a, a desire to have a positive impact. And so it was very clear to me that across these different organizations actually was a real sense of common drive that people had. And we felt that a role we could play was to help connect those people so they could fulfill that purpose more broadly. And, and why focus on connecting people in particular? 
Well, I think, um, you know, for me, connection is hugely important. And I think nowadays, perhaps even more so, on one level, the sorts of issues that we are trying to address are so complex, so big, that you need to tap into the collective wisdom of everyone. You know, I think all of us have a role to play, uh, whether it's bringing our specific insight or particular experience we have or perspective that we bring. Uh, all of us need to come together to tackle some of these really complex issues. So at a very practical level, I think we just have to work together. But I think at a deeper level, um, again, you know, when I when I've got sort of got to know the people behind these brands and these job titles, you know, ultimately uh, what people are yearning for, especially nowadays, you know, with the the rise in fake news and the big divisions that we're seeing, the implosion of trust across organisations. I'm finding that people are really yearning for authentic relationships and a chance to really connect with people in a much more profound and meaningful way. So, so I think connection, both at a practical level to solve problems, but at a deeper level to make transformation happen. And in fact, I was uh, listening to a speech recently by uh, Professor Frances Frey at Harvard Business School, and I thought she put it really well. She talks about the fact that if we can rebuild trust, then it allows us to uh, drive uh, unprecedented human progress. And I think that was really important for, for understanding why connection, especially nowadays, is so important, I think. And do you think there's something in your own sort of background that's really led you to this this point of kind of connecting people being so important to you? Yeah, I think it's funny, actually, you know, people, uh, sort of when they see the role that I play now as a connector, I think many will be surprised to learn that actually for much of my life, I actually felt quite disconnected. As, as you know, Katie, I've, in my family, probably about at least four or five generations uh, of uh, marriages across races, religions, cultures, that combined with the fact that I grew up as, a, as, a, as an immigrant in the UK from the age of three. And that, on top of that, combined with the fact that my own parents went through a divorce, left me as a, as a sort of young adult feeling quite disconnected and yearning for belonging. And, and, and actually, in reflection, perhaps it's that that has made me so passionate about connecting other people and creating that sense of belonging for other people. So maybe that's, in, in a sense, where that comes from. But it's certainly something that really I find very motivating uh, to do as my full-time job now. And with Business Fights Poverty, I mean, what is the change that you're hoping to see or to make? Well, a lot of people that we work with and that we meet, um, they are at the front line. They are driving social impact within a business or within a charity or, or in some other organizations. For Yvette and me, you know, when we were creating Business Fights Poverty and for us as a broader team, you know, we're not at the front line. So, so we ha- had to think about, well, what is the thing that we can do? And, and we feel that actually, if we can really drive what we call purposeful collaboration, then through that, we can really help people access those insights that they need and build the relationships that they need to make a difference. So that's something that we've obviously evolved over time. But it's for us at Business Rights Property, purposeful collaboration is a potentially a very powerful tool, we think. Uh, and, and let me just explain a little bit about what uh, we mean by that. It is very simple, really. It's being clear about why you're collaborating. So what question are you trying to solve by collaborating? Secondly, who do you need to collaborate with in order to solve that problem? And thirdly, by when are you going to do something tangible? You know, people want to take action. They want to move things forward. And, and so for us, the question is, 
what can you do that will move a needle, even if in a small way, but in a in a tangible way, what can you do and by when? So so that idea of being clear about the why, the who and the when really is the fundamental grounding for how we think we can drive insights that are that are useful and uh, relationships that are meaningful. The Business Fights Poverty Network today is more than 20,000 people strong. You get to talk to uh, businesses, NGOs, academics, right at the sort of front, front line of social impact. What would you say are the sort of top three trends that you're seeing? Yeah, I think there's a, yeah, a, a number of really interesting things happening. I think perhaps most exciting is this new idea that business uh, needs to, is expected to, and wants to stand up on issues that it cares about. We've done some work recently around so-called advocacy partnerships, this idea that business can stand up together with others, uh, with NGOs, and more broadly um, with its stakeholders on things that matter to them. So whether that is climate change or uh, gender equality. And I think that is something that is new, certainly in my time working on the subject. Um, it's something that, that you see in, in the research that is expected of companies but I think it's also hugely powerful because it's um, if companies can really help drive forward progress and also defend the progress already made, I think that is a hugely exciting uh, trend. I think maybe another one perhaps related to that is this idea of what we call transformative partnerships. So in other words, whereas in the past, a, a typical partnership was quite transactional, you know, a, a business might hire in or procure the services of um, a charity or some other organization to deliver part of its program. Whereas now what we're seeing increasingly is, is companies sitting down with an NGO, thinking together about the issue, and then thinking together about what the solution might be and what each of them, them can, can do as part of that. And from the company's point of view, thinking about how can we leverage its core business to make a difference. So I think that's, that's a second really exciting trend. And maybe the third one, going back to my earlier point around behind all the big brands are people, is this idea that within these big complex companies are individuals who are really seeking purpose and thinking about how they can drive that purpose through their job. And uh, in particular, how they can help drive commercial innovation with social impact. And we've done quite a lot of work in, in this area, as have others. Uh, but it's something that, that really holds quite a lot of potential because if you can unleash that innovation and creativity in a company so that people can think about how they can combine commercial innovation with social impact, then suddenly that's a whole new potential for scale and impact. So I think that's another really exciting trend that I, that I see. And how can somebody who's listening to this interview, how could they get involved or take action or indeed engage their organisation? Yeah, I think I think the exciting thing is that everyone has a role to play. So you know, whether it is one specific insight or an experience that you've had, uh, whether it's a network you have access to, whether it's someone you know, uh, whether it's a resource that you have, you know, everyone can bring something to the solution. And so in the context of what we do, you know, we run what we call challenges, which are these time-bound collaborative exercises where we invite people to come and share their knowledge. And that could mean coming to an event. It could mean getting involved with an online conversation, uh, writing an article, or in some other way, showing their knowledge. So, so if you feel like you have an expertise that would help move a needle on the question that we're looking at, then you know, we'd love to get people involved uh, in any way they would like to, to get involved. 
And equally, if a company is listening and, and has an issue that they are grappling with, then you know, please get in touch because, you know, this idea of bringing the, the collective wisdom to bear on that issue, I think, is a very exciting one. And um, we'd love to be able to help with that, too. My final question for you today, who or what inspires and motivates you to keep going? You know, you've been leading your own businesses for more than a decade. It takes takes quite a lot to get out of bed every morning. What is it that keeps you going? Well, Katie, I think, you know, I, I'm fortunate that I get to go to lots of the gatherings that we organise. You know, we, we do gatherings, everything from small lunches through to our big annual Oxford events at, at the university there. And that gives me a chance to hear stories from people, people who are at the front line of social impact, who are, as I say, um, they might be working in a business or in an NGO or government department or, or in academia or wherever. But those stories of impact are the things that really inspire me, I think, because I, I know that if I can make a, even just one connection, but if I can make a connection that enables someone to find the partner that then enables them to scale their idea, then that is a thing that I'm really driving for. So, so if we can play a role as the connector, as the organisation that can help drive purposeful collaboration, then that's hugely motivating for us. Well, Zahid Torres Raman, thank you very much for your time today and for sharing your your story and your journey with us. Brought to you by Business Fights Poverty. 